0: Welcome back to the Dustin Oldfather Show, where we bring you extraordinary people from around the world to talk life, business, strategy, and whatever happens to come to mind to help you become even more extraordinary. I'm Dustin Oldfather, and this is my podcast. Today, I'm joined by Wes Mast, owner of Prospect Inspections here in coastal Delaware. Um, Wes, tell us a little bit about um, your background and your origin story. Where did you? How did you come to, to be here in Delaware and oh, uh, to get started and
1: have such a prolific business here? Yes, sir. Well, I was actually born and raised in Delaware in the capital, of Dover. So, kind of a Delawarean by nature. Um, got into this business. It was, everyone kind of has a journey story. Mine kind of started actually in finance. I was doing some pre-appraisal um, inspections and helping people move forward with stuff and. Um, it was right around that 2008, 2009 period. My father-in-law um, started a new journey. I kind of jumped on board with him. And then uh, from there, we just started growing it um, and just building our business, building the team, and trying to uh, serve our, our clients in the best way possible. So it's, yeah, it's it's been fun.
0: You, you came into a really competitive niche. You were yeah. kind of, I mean, this is a, a established area, mm-hmm. kind of like the, uh, the appraisal lobby, a lot of entrenched um, legacy uh, uh, practitioners in the area. Sure. How did you um, step into that space and grow your business? You said you shared with me earlier 40% last year. Yeah. Um, that's tremendous growth. How were you able to do that in a, maybe in a space that is so crowded yeah. with the expectation that
1: that, that most people would, would not have? Yeah. Well, I think one of the things that we've always excelled at is in our profession, our industry of, of home inspections, a lot of Inspectors come from more of a, a trade background, which is, which is fine. We've always come at it from more of the customer service relationship background and just making sure that we're taking care of the client every step of the way. And we were talking about the transaction earlier and how it's a multi-spool, and there's a lot of different pieces that go to it. And we understand that home inspection is just one piece of that. So when we have the client, we really look at it as the the agent's client, if an agent's involved, or how can we make sure this person is able to be informed about their house, but also move along to get the house of their dreams. Everybody deserves a house. Everybody, there's a house out there for everybody. So we don't look at it as a bad house. We're just looking at We're trying to educate and inform the client. And we come about from that communication standpoint. Um, it really just makes a difference in making sure they feel comfortable with the house, with the information that we're relaying to them, and then pass it back to the agent for the next step of the transaction. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm particularly interested in, because your your growth is extraordinary, and you guys have embraced some some traditional marketing. <laughs> so, maybe talk us through you know how you guys are applying uh, social media, how you're applying digital sure. advertising, because you're in you know what would be you know expected to be a very um, referral based business, and yet you guys have really embraced digital mm-hmm. and doing some things that are different to grow yeah. your
1: business. Yeah. So whenever we talk about marketing or relationship building, we've always come back to who we are, what our values are, and everything we do, we try to make sure we are displaying that and living it out. And because whenever you uh, do an event or send out a piece of marketing, it's saying to the world, this is who we are this is who you're gonna interact with when you do business with us. So we always wanna make sure that messaging is the same and the feel is the same. Mm-hmm. And if it comes off different, it's gonna confuse people and be like, well, that's not who I thought you were. So whenever we're doing digital marketing, relationship marketing, that's been a key for us. And we've really been trying to hone in our values and bring more clarity to those and just make sure everything that we're doing is lining up there. So. Um, Yeah, To answer that question, Dustin, we're just really trying to make sure that everything we do is just aligned with who we are and we're connecting with people who are in that same tribe as us and that just tends to bring a, a firmer relationship. Yeah, I mean, and part of what brought us together today was the was Seth Godin's book. Yeah. This is marketing. You mentioned that
0: you were you're recently at a, a marketing event and with with some high profile thought leaders in the industry. Right. What specifically? You know, who who specifically was there, and then what did you take out of that
1: event that you would share with others that you think has value? Yeah, wow. Um, so the event. Um, it was in Dallas, Texas. It was, you know, a little bit ago. We're going back again, actually, in April. Uh, like you know, every yeah. home
0: inspection company that's going, yeah. <laughs> traveling across the country yeah. for, for marking events, especially yeah. for, that, for that kind of event. Well,
1: we've started traveling more for just personal growth. I learned, uh, this was probably like three or four years ago, I had grown the company. It was me and two other inspectors and one person in the office, and I kind of realized, hey, I'm kind of reaching my limit, my, my leadership lid, and I realized that I needed to, to grow this business. The business is only gonna go as far as I can take it, and that's true for us no matter what business you're in, no matter what you're doing, um, you need to be investing in yourself. And then once you get a, a team, a good team investing in them, because then you're only gonna go as far as your team can take you. So that's the whole point of just going to those conferences, learning how can I be a better leader? How can I communicate better? How can I invest in people more? And um, that's just going to take you places that just trying to be a good practitioner of your particular skill is is going to. That's important, but what's more important is making sure that you're bringing yourself to new levels so you can bring your business to new levels. You mentioned Seth specifically. What did you take away from his message and and a part of your business? Yeah, Seth is such a, a, yeah, Seth Godin, yeah, right. He has a very dynamic mind, a different way of coming at it, and I, I read one of his books once that was called Poke the Box, and that kind of the way you mentioned Seth was I thought was pretty valid that Seth tends to take two different aspects of of an idea and doesn't really give you an answer but makes you think about it and then helps you come to your own conclusion and I just remember hearing him speak and like taking notes and almost being like mentally exhausted by the end of it and just being like wow like that's a dude who just um, thinks differently studies things and um, it just really made me realize that um, doing business the status quo and trying to copy people is just not the way to do business we want to be different stick to who we are and really just uh, uh, come at it from from that angle.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've read uh,
1: Malcolm Gladwell's out, uh,
0: book Outliers but one of the mm-hmm. the yeah. premises of that book is or the themes of the book is um, the advantages of disadvantages and the disadvantage or, and the disadvantages of advantages. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what disadvantages did you feel like you had when you were starting your business and
1: growing it and what, what was the advantage of, uh, of where you were coming from? Yeah, um, so one disadvantage I guess that, that I really had to learn was um, I had some of the customer service background and some of the things that, that were going on with the inspection industry, but I really had um, quite a bit to learn the technical side of it as far as doing the inspection. So I took a lot of time just investing in um, getting familiar with homes, reading about, um, there's a lot of continuing education out there and then um, just hooking up with people who were in the business who were doing it and making sure I learned from them. And then I kind of already stated a little bit of the advantage, but um, I was really trying to come at it from a way of building relationships. And there are a lot of inspectors out there who look at Agents as the enemy and they're they're like when inspector comes in it's like you're just trying to kill the deal and they take it personal And we just look at it as like hey, we're a part of the transaction We're trying to make everybody look good and make everybody be able to move forward with it So that's just a big differentiator for us
0: And as we get to you know the nuts and bolts of the inspection industry um, so, talk to us about the difference between home inspectors, the level of certification that, that you are as ASHI certified sure. um, inspectors. What does that mean to a consumer? Why does it matter? Mm-hmm. And why has it been so important to you sure. that all of your inspectors
1: are at the highest level of certification? Right. Yeah. Correct. So, um, the, the home inspections, we are ASHI and InterNACHI-certified and they've come from two different angles, but ASHI is a, um, a board-run company, and it's a, a peer vetting system where to be certified you have to do so many um, ride-along inspections with an inspector, you have to meet so much CE credits. So we got that done, and that's kind of their, their gold standard of the industry. ASHI is the, the largest, most established um, inspection firm. And then NACHI has a lot of online education, give a lot of uh, benefits that way. So it's real easy for us to plug and play inspectors with continuing education and then get them out in the field to help them learn. So yeah, we we try to hit it from every angle. We look at it. The same thing I said with with me is true for them. Like they're only going to go as far as they can take people and and, and that their level of knowledge. So we want to give them all the tools they can be to be the best inspector they can, and then train them on the customer service side of it.
0: So the cer or the two certifications are ASHI and, and
1: Internachi and Internachi. Internachi is the the higher level, correct? It's on well. It's two different. Um, uh, associations Correct. so yeah okay. so and, and they're just there I don't know if one's higher than the other they're just different so they have different strengths and weaknesses so we just use them both to help fill in the gaps in different areas
0: excellent and so uh, just to give the the listeners a perspective how how many inspectors in the area um, have both certifications
1: Well, <laughs> you know I don't uh, there's there's not not many most inspectors are one or the other um, I think there are some companies around who well, ballpark ma- it. What yeah uh, percentage wise it's probably Less than I would say five percent, yeah. Right, so, so you
0: got you will make sure that your inspectors are the best trained that they can possibly be. Yes, that's a that's a high level commitment when it's n- not necessary. No, you, it's you not, you could yeah. be doing business with either one of those and, and be just fine. And, and yeah. yet you've insisted on doing that. So, as we talk about the inspections themselves, talk us through, I mean, how you how, which types of inspections you started with. And then mm-hmm. the different places that, or the different um, dimensions of inspections that you're doing, kind of as
1: you built the business. Sure, sure. So when we first started, um, you know, we started off doing just the home inspection, and we learned very quickly that when a transaction is brought to us, when a client is looking at buying a house, there's a lot of needs that come into play. So we added the the, the termite early on. Um, we added the water test early on, and then the septic we started working with a company to help do the septics rather early on as well. And then uh, later was radon testing. So we've done those services for a while, and then as we've grown and we hear a new thing like, hey, like I need somebody who's going to help me. Um, with a a drone inspection, for instance, with technology. We're looking at infrared, cameras, um, so all these different things that are coming into play. And we had a situation, Dustin, where um, it was like a a tri-level townhouse unit up in Newcastle County. Our ladder was a uh, 28-foot ladder and it couldn't reach the top of it, so it's like, for the client side we couldn't even look at the roof see the roof do anything so we actually paid a drone company to come out and i was like okay so we're in that situation again how can i learn from that and grow my business and we started getting guys certified with the ffa to fly drones so if that came up again we could just fill that need right away mm-hmm.
0: so and so it sounds like you you continue to to bring on um, aspects of the ins- or inspections and aspects of the transaction mm-hmm. as a convenience to the consumer yeah. basically to, to accelerate the, the process right because as a you know as a real estate practitioner one of the challenges that when you have a home inspection is then um once you get the findings then you have to start going out and subbing out all the work you have to find subsequent inspectors and specialists and it is such a um a, a time saver to have everything in one place so that's right a, i think that's a, a great advantage that you guys have yeah um well, Wes, what, you know, maybe considering each one of those type of inspections, what is maybe one thing that you're seeing in the market that people should be aware of or concerned about, you know?
1: Yeah, um, I would say in, in this market, I mean, homes are still moving rather quickly. I mean for days on market and um, being able to get your in and being able to have an inspector who's ready to go and being able to schedule that um, quickly. Um, we're, we have a rather large team of inspectors right now. We have about eight inspectors plus myself and a couple guys in training trying to make sure we can meet the demands with our summertime coming up. So um, I would say just I've always said with our company that and our scheduling team, our inspectors, that we want to be easy to do business with. So if you're looking for somebody who, from the phone call to the inspection to when you get the report, who cares about how you're going through the process, who is making sure we're following up, and we do day after calls with the client to make sure that they got the report, if they had any questions about the report, because we want to make sure they feel comfortable with it and that they don't go back to the agent freaking out about the house. Yes, we're there to help educate them, we're going to find stuff with the house, but it doesn't mean that it's a bad house or that has to blow up the deal.
0: What are the most common uh, 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 defects that you're seeing mm-hmm. in inspections right now? You could maybe take it by county or you could yeah. take,
1: it, take it by region. Well, looking at uh, some typical stuff that we find, I mean uh, GFI is not working as a very common thing that we find as far as the ground faults and like your bathrooms and kitchen outlets. The, this is outlets with the test and reset buttons and um, that's a really simple thing to fix. It is a safety concern. Um, we have seen this time of year, you know, you got snow and snow melting. We're always looking for uh, Moisture intrusion and foundations. We have moisture meters and different things to be looking out for those um, but Those are pretty common things that, that, that we do see dust and there, there's a, a multitude but um, Yeah, some, so those are some of the more common things dryer vents is something that that is a pretty simple thing that comes up as well
0: maybe taking it to, to current homeowners not necessarily um, people who are purchasing mm-hmm. or selling uh, um, how frequently should, should a homeowner have a home inspection on their personal home? And then, what are the, yeah. the most common um, uh, safety
1: issues that you see for an existing home? Sure. Well, for an existing homeowner, I mean, a lot of homeowners do not go into their attics, do not go into their crawl spaces. They just really don't have a reason to go in those spaces a lot. And when those places go unchecked for years, it can add up to big problems and big money down down the future. So I would say, I mean, if you've got... Those, those spaces, attics, crawl spaces, even basements, it's a great idea to just get a maintenance type inspection on a yearly basis, um, just to make sure nothing is going on. And you can save a lot of money by spending, you know, a couple hundred bucks or less where it could add up to thousands of dollars in the future. So I would just highly recommend that if you haven't been down there, um, just open up the uh, crawl space access, take a look, have somebody come and check it out and see what's going on. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you know there's a, a large percentage of the market right now that is purchasing new construction and one of our uh, one of the ways that we counsel our clients is that we we believe that having a home inspection mm-hmm. or multiple inspections during that new construction process is really important. Yeah absolutely. M- you know, maybe share with everybody you know some, some some defects you found from what somebody might perceive as mm-hmm. a new construction home that someone feels like, oh, I didn't need to have an inspection that really could have been, uh, that, that, that should have been addressed prior to closing mm-hmm. um,
1: rather than having somebody take ownership? Yeah, that's, that's a great question, Dustin. We um, recently we had a situation where a client called us, their 11 month or 12 month punch warranty was coming up for the builder and they called us to do an inspection before that um, period expired and we came out and did an inspection. We discovered there was no insulation in the attic at all. So that had just completely been missed. Um, So they had been in the house for a year and had been spending money on the heating bill, the air conditioning bill, and that's added up to thousands of dollars, which again, if they just would have had an inspector come out and check out top to bottom of the house, would have saved them a lot of money. Now the builder did come back and put insulation in the attic, but the utility bills were still on them. So um, the builder tried to do their part. Um, So that's a situation where you can easily avoid by getting a home inspector. we found things like, um, floor joists were cut to run ductwork that shouldn't have been cut. That's a big structural issue. We actually, Dustin, believe it or not, ha- found termites recently in a brand new house. Um, so not even possible. It's Isn't they all treated? well, they just I if, if they they are. Termites so are it's really, very it's very been common. Yeah, yeah, they 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 are treated, and I I can't answer how they got in there. Broz knows we went into the garage of a brand new house, and there was live termites um, ca- crawling around. So um, that's that's unusual, so have, but have, that's so that that passed by even the the home the home buyer their visual inspection. They didn't notice it, or. Most home buyers, it, yeah, most home buyers don't really know what to look for with termites. Um, termites are in, live in their termite shelter tubes. They're not like crawling around on the floor. They're blind, white insects. Um, if they're out in the open, they normally die after a couple hours because they need a certain level of moisture content. So if you don't really know what to look for, um, it can be difficult to determine if you have termites or not. So that's why you wanna get somebody who's, who's licensed, who knows what they're looking for to come in and check it out. So yeah, if, if I was advising my family, I would say get a home inspection on a new home because there are code inspections that are done, but nobody comes in and looks top to bottom at all the elements. Interesting. Yeah. So, what's that process
0: look like? So, somebody goes the contract on a home that they're going to have built. When would they engage you, and then what what intervals would you guys be doing the inspections, and um, yeah.
1: so that so somebody knows what they would expect? Sure. Um, well, we do a, a pre drywall inspection, which is kind of like a, a phase inspection type deal. We I just finished up one recently. Um, we went back out and and did some. We had things like uh, the house wrap was torn off. Uh, Parts of the roof shingles had blown off because at this time of year it's cold. It's just good to go on the roof and check it out because they don't haven't had time to seal yet. So with the wind, sometimes it can blow out. So a, a pre-drywall inspection allows us to check out all the framing, all the structural elements of the house before the drywall goes up. Because a standard home inspection, after it's completed, Dustin is you can't. It's a visual, non-invasive inspection, so we can't see behind the walls at that point. Mm-hmm. So it's a great thing if you're getting into it early enough to have us come out and do a pre-drywall, so we can check out the framing, the structure, um, all those. Of, of components that are very important to a house.
0: I think with the VR tours now too, one of, is something that mm. would be a, have be a big benefit was to do, is to do a VR tour prior to having drywall up yeah. so you know where all the mechanicals are yeah. so you don't have to punch holes if something comes up.
1: Yeah, that can be very helpful.
0: Yeah, yeah it's what, I mean we use a VR camera for, uh, for our marketing. In okay. fact, we used it for a client who had moved in um, right out and then as soon as they moved in they wanted to do uh, some structural improvements. Okay. And then, but the contractor was like, well, we're going to need a floor plan. We've got to have some blueprints. And I was like, well, why don't we use the VR tour? So we did the VR tour, which, you know, uh, wow. showed the, or I mean, very accurately shows the orientation of the walls and what they were trying to do, because it's sometimes hard to see what's going on on the, on the other side. It's just def- difficult to visualize, especially for, um, yeah. for a contractor and they don't want to misquote. Right. They were able to use that to say, oh, this is the window. This is where we want to put the window and this is where we're going to move this wall. and we can." put this
1: door in this closet so it was going to pass through yeah um, and that's just is that like a 360 camera you're bringing throughout the house to bring all together for a 360 for that tour mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's yeah. cool the, the camera's
0: got multiple lasers uh, and um, it compiles the, the different the differentials mm-hmm. uh, so somebody can actually walk through they can see a full uh, a full layout of the floor plan move through walls uh, move up and down through the floors. Uh, we'll, yeah. have to, we'll have to show you that might be something that would be a valuable. Yeah, technology is amazing <laughs> yeah. well, Let's move in another direction, you know, Wes who's on your Mount Rushmore? Who are
1: some <laughs> people in your life that r- really impacted you? Yeah um, I mean some people I go to immediately I mean my my wife Christy is somebody who just uh, has been patient with me invested w- in me and yeah, thank you she's Thank you. She, she's she's number one on Mount Rushmore um, but just the, the, the support that we have, the communication that we have, I mean, we work in business together. Obviously, we're raising kids together. We have a, a marriage together. So there's a lot of um, overlap in those areas, but um, she's somebody who I just can't thank enough and just who I rely on so much. Um, as far as public figures, I think of, uh, of Dave Ramsey is somebody that I've, I've followed uh, closely. He has a, a business coaching as well as financial stuff, and um, his... Uh, Financial Peace course just helped to change my life and put me on a great path with uh, finances. Um, I also think of just uh, my, my dad and my grandfather just uh, bringing me up in a solid foundation and upbringing um, was just uh, having that foundation is so important. So that, that, that was also huge for me, Dustin. But I, recently I've really been getting really into Patrick Lencioni. He has a whole library of books as far as team building and engaging uh, team members. That's, that's really been clicking in, in, in my head. And I've heard him speak before and he's somebody I just love to listen to as well. And he's got a great series
0: of books. Yeah. Great thought leader. Um, if you had one album, film or book <laughs> for the national curriculum, what would it be?
1: One album, one film, or one book? Um,
0: what, should, what should every young person have to have
1: some exposure to? Yeah. Um, I would say if I was going to have somebody start off on something, um, you know, so many problems in our life have to do with, with money or relating with money. And most of the time when we have a marriage, you know, financial troubles is the number one cause of divorce. So, and a lot of times it's not really the money aspect, it's agreeing with money. So I would say reading through some of Dave Ramsey's material, going through his course, um, it can just solve so many other issues because then you don't have to, you know, most of us when our car breaks down, we not only have a car crisis, we have a financial crisis because we don't have the margin or the budget to help take care of that. So um, just simple things like that. And I know what it did in my life and what it can do for others, Dustin. So I would, I would recommend that. Um, If I was going to recommend one book, one of the ones that would just be um, one of my personal favorites would be uh, Entree Leadership. It's just a great overall book for people as well.
0: Well, Thanks for being on the podcast. today.
1: Where can everybody find you? Well, um, our website for our home inspection company is uh, pro-specde.com. We serve all of Delaware as well as Eastern Shore, Maryland, and Southeastern Pennsylvania. Um, You can find us on, on, on Facebook as well. So thank you very much for having me on, Dustin. Appreciate the time.
0: Thanks for listening, everybody. Have an extraordinary day.